Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Wow, here we are. Wow, I feel like that was so much more like a narrator or something. You really put a lot yeah. of character into it this week. I don't know. Thank you. I was trying. I, it, it just, it, the spirit took me, or what do I say? Yeah, the spirit. overcame. Mm. The spirit moved you or took you? Moved me. There it is. Yes. It works. They all, yeah. It all works. Yeah. Are you feeling the spirit, there maybe? I mean, if we can't get mm. Morgan Freeman to narrate DBS, oh. the movie, then you'll be our second choice. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's a, that's a big downgrade, let me tell you. But thank you. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. Well, we're here. We're here on this day of 420. Mm. And before anybody asks, I don't think any of us are actually celebrating Mm-mm. 420 as far as any substances that we're imbibing. No. Not at this no. moment. You no. two could celebrate, but yeah. I am at my mom's house and I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Our cupboards are somewhat bare, mm. as it were. And also, we were talking about it the other day and Jace isn't convinced that people being high reading the Bible is as, as funny yeah. as maybe people being drunk reading the Bible might be. I feel like I find things funny when I'm high, but I'm not. Exactly. Yeah, I think it'll be funny to us. I don't, I'm not funny myself. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Like we should encourage listeners to do that. By all means. If it's legal where you live, I guess we should give that disclaimer. Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, this is a public podcast here. But yeah, because it'll make us funnier. So go for yes. it. Anything that makes us funnier, we encourage you all to do 100%, that. 100%. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it, some people in the chat were asking, and so I'll ask my my weekly question. Four. Are we four away? Four. It is. <laughs> I wow. looked it up. I, I planned ahead. I was like, I know she's going to ask. Four after this? Four after this, yes. Got it. Okay, so this is five. We are five away. We are in the midst of the fifth. It's happening. Correct. Yeah. It's it's amazing. Yeah. If if it helps to keep yeah. track of it, this week's episode is three thirty-five, mm-hmm. and the first episode forty will be two forty. One. Yeah. Forty. Two forty. Wow. Will be the first. Well, unless we do some other episodes in between, which we've talked about, like maybe finishing out proverbs or maybe doing some. Those are going to be sad recapping episodes. or or something. No, we're going to be too excited. Too excited. Uh, it's going to be like Christmas. Recapping the whole Bible. It is Christmas. It is literally <laughs> going to be Christmas, Jace. It's going to be the story of Christmas. Dude, you're right. <laughs> Which it didn't happen on that day or something, right? It, it's like kind of a lie. Exactly. So we can read yeah, it whenever we fair. want. Like, it will be Christmas in May. At that point. Yes. Yeah. May. Christmas in May? May? Actually, yeah. I think it might be June. Will it be June? By the time it actually airs. June. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what, a, what a day. Again, hot cry summer. Hot cry yep. summer. Yes. Just yes. believe Quiet. it, receive it, achieve it, feel it. Whoa. Build that anticipation and it's going to be a real party. I just, I'm sorry. I have to, I have to comment on that glass that Jay's just like, Oh. Threw into the frame. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that thing. Wow. This this glass, quite I think, a glass. weighs like 20 pounds. Like I'm getting a bicep workout 
by Can you describe it, it to our audio it's, listeners? It looks like a it looks like it, a candle should be in there. Truly, sure, yeah. So <laughs> it's a candle. It's square, but it's like the bottom base of it is like offset from the top part. So it, it looked really cool, yeah. and that's why I got it. Uh, but it's very heavy. Like the base of it is just solid glass, and so yeah. Oh yeah, you, you're not going to knock him over. Oh yeah, yeah no. I could take yeah. someone out with you. This, could kill though. someone. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Someone surprises me during DBS when I'm using this. They they're not coming back. The lady pops out of the portrait. Well, <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. What would you do if that happened? You probably make out with her. No. Oh god. I it. mean, if she wanted to, I would just. I'd really be kind of at her mercy. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> not in not even in a bad way necessarily. I'd just be like, whatever you want to do, lady. We're, like, that's cool. My lady. What <laughs> What cool. do you want? Yes, my lady. My lady. <laughs> You'll tip your fedora. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Wait. Can I ask? Okay. Because we're on that topic, what are you drinking? Oh yeah, I made myself a sazerac. Got it. In honor of this beautiful glass. Wow. So you know, it's got. A couple different absinthe. kinds of bitters in it, yeah. some whiskey, some absinthe, and a little bit of brandy. Mm. Um, and it's a real delight. It's basically just alcohol. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the bitters aren't alcohol. Mm. I mean, there's ice. Yeah. The ice, ice is not alcohol, but you're right. It is mostly alcohol. <laughs> the yeah. glass is not alcohol. My hand is not alcohol. Come on. Yeah. Uh, I'm just drinking a beer. I'm having an Imperial Stout, mm. the Wrecking Ball Imperial Stout from No Lie Brewing in Spokane. I love me Which a good did, Imperial Stout. Just before we were recording, Dedeker and I were both singing Wrecking Ball, of, oh, course. of course. Miley Cyrus mm-hmm. rocking out in the house because of that. I love it. Yes. What about you, Em? Um, so I met my mom's and there's not any alcohol in this house except for oh, no. a very tiny bottle of gin from, I don't know when it was. Like, it was, you like know. A shooter? Like from a flight or something? It's like an airplane bottle, yeah. Okay, I I, I think this bottle might have been from like 1985 or something. <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe <laughs> newer aged. than that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it definitely, when I opened it, I was like, oh boy. It's artisan. Oh boy. Um, So I opened that bottle and I made myself a little raspberry, uh, what is this? A French 75 Ooh. with red. Oh, oh, come on. There we go. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I put um a little bit of sparkling rosé in there and then raspberries and gin and lemon juice. Beautiful. And agave. The huge. Look at you roughing yeah. it. Yeah, beautiful. Just being resourceful. <laughs> Mom doesn't exactly have like a shaker or anything. So I did the old Jace Lindgren trick of using the Tupperware container to shake it. And it works oh, quite nice. well. Yeah. That was what I had. And you know what? I'm glad that I saw you do that because... I forgot, I forgot that you used to do that. That was what you two used to have to do, Gosh. which is really incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it. I will say it did inspire Emily to buy me a, a nice shaker that I still <laughs> use. And it's great. I so. bought you that shaker because, yes, it inspired... Or is that what you made? Yes. Yeah, it inspired, it inspired me you to buy, buy me. that shaker. Yes, because I was like, this is not okay. So I would stop shaking my drinks in Tupperware. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. All right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's time. Well, what are we doing today? It's time. Yes. Today, we are continuing on our journey of Second Chronicles here, which... You know, it's funny, when I picked out this music, it was very much about King Solomon's yeah. swagger, except King Solomon's long dead now, and we've moved on. Uh, so, you know, the many kings of Israel and Judah are here as today we are reading, let's see, Second Chronicles chapters 21 through 24, and then some wisdom from the book of Proverbs chapter 15. 
As we get started, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, it's Second Chronicles chapter 21. Chronicles 21. Jehoshaphat slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David, and Jehoram, his son, reigned in his place. He had brothers, the sons of Jehoshaphat, Azariah and Jehiel and Zechariah and Azariah again. Oh no. What? And <laughs> Michael. Drink for repetition in the same yeah. sentence. I don't understand how you can name your kids the same name. Do you have to give them like, this is A and this is one? Well, two theories. One, you could pull the George Foreman where you just name all the kids the same name. Two, mm. maybe if you have multiple wives and concubines, it's quite likely that They're in different two of them households. got pregnant around the same time or they didn't, no, they didn't communicate. Well, one of them was like, oh no, you named that one Azariah too, but that was my name. Well, I'm not going to give up Azariah. That's my favorite name. You know, who yeah, knows okay. all the drama, the okay. naming drama that could have happened. One, one little thing to point out here though is that in the New International Version and the Message and the Complete Jewish Bible, uh, one of them is Azariah and the other is Azariah who? What? It just has a U on the I'm end. I'm sorry. Azariah what? Azariah just, why? Azariah who? Yeah. When? So I think they had a fun joke going on, fun time. You know, it'd be like, Azariah, Azariah who? And then the other <laughs> brother pops in is like, you mean Azariah me? Azariah. Anyway, it's a whole, wow. they had a whole thing. Yeah, who's on first? Well, all these were the sons, were the sons of Jehoshaphat, king of Israel. Amazing. Their father gave them great gifts of silver and of gold and of precious things with fortified cities in Judah. But the kingdom gave he to Jehoram, because he was the firstborn. Makes sense. It's kind of how they do. Yeah. Now, when Jehoram was risen up over the kingdom of his father and had strengthened himself, he killed all his brothers with the sword. Whoa, gosh. Oh, my God. And and various also of the princes of Israel. And, you know, a sprinkling of some other important people. Wait, that wasn't necessary? Uh, with Azariah, I'm assuming. Jeez. They had a thing going, though. Well, I guess if he's afraid of a of a mutiny, he had a really cute bit. Or af- afraid of a yeah. someone, he ruined it. I know he ruined it. Oh my God, <laughs> Jehoram was thirty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eight years in Jerusalem. Well, that didn't work out too well for him. Yeah, he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, as did the house of Ahab, for he had the daughter of Ahab as wife, and he did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh. Yeah. However, Yahweh would not destroy the house of David because of the covenant that he had made with David and as he promised to give a lamp to him and to his children always. In his days, Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah and made a king over themselves. Then Jehoram passed over with his captains and all his chariots with him. And he rose up by night and struck the Edomites who surrounded him along with the captains of the chariots. So Edom revolted from under the hand of Judah to this day. Then 
Did Libna revolt at the same time from under his hand because he had forsaken Yahweh, the God of his fathers? Moreover, he made high places in the mountains of Judah and made the inhabitants of Jerusalem to play the prostitute and led Judah astray. Hmm. There came a writing to him from Elijah, the oh, prophet. Oh, wow. Elijah's back. Oh, yeah. Hey, man. Who played Elijah back in the day? Oh. Let's find out. That's Idris Elba. Oh, oh good. Cool. Okay. Always happy to have him back on set. Yeah. Good to see him back again. Yeah. You're welcome anytime, Idris. Apparently, he's going to be the next James Bond. Oh. Wait, is yeah, it Idris? Yeah, that is wow. exciting. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. There came a writing to him from Elijah, the prophet, saying, Thus says Yahweh, the God of David, your father. Now, I just noticed that in the message, the letter starts with, From God. <laughs> so just to make it clear. To Elijah from God. <laughs> or no, this is to, this is written by Elijah to Jehoram. Oh. That says at Elijah's the beginning. The letter carrier. From God. Yeah, exactly. Oh, because he's like acting as the mouth of God right now? Mm-hmm, yeah, like mm-hmm. you did on the intro of the show today. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, who is the mouth of God in the New Testament again? Oh. Uh, like the mouth of Sauron, but better. Well, let's not let's not worry about such things until we get there. Okay. Thus says Yahweh, the God of David, your father, because you have not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat, your father, nor in the ways of Asa, king of Judah, but have walked in the way of the kings of Israel and have made Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to play the prostitute, like as the house of Ahab did, and also have slain your brothers of your father's house who were better than yourself. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's why he killed him, but still. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Behold, Yahweh will strike with a great plague your people and your children and your wives and all your substance, and you shall have great sickness by disease of your bowels until your bowels fall out Uh, by reason of the sickness day by day. Oh my God. gross, horrible, awful. So they have dysentery. Doesn't, yeah, or you some have died by horrible wasting disease. Yeah. This is Oregon Trail. Okay, Ugh. so I'm checking some translations here. Let's see. The complete Jewish Bible just says a disease in your intestines. Eugene says a disease of the colon. No one's being oh. specific. I mean, colon is pretty specific. I mean, but not saying what disease, just a disease. But you know, oh, I think it's man. dysentery. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gunning for that one. Okay. COVID sucked and took many lives, but can you imagine how much worse the past three years would have been if it was a bowel disease mm. instead of a lung disease? Yeah, mm. it wouldn't have been great. Oh, that'd be, great. that'd be tough. That would be tough. Yeah. Well, Yahweh stirred up against Jehoram, the spirit of the Philistines and of the Arabians who are beside the Ethiopians. And they came up against Judah and broke into it and carried away all the substance that was found in the king's house and his sons also and his wives so that there was never a son left him <laughs> save Jehoahaz, the youngest of his sons. Now, maybe wait, maybe uh, the least cool of his sons also. This is weird because in the message and the New International Version, they're saying one son, his youngest, Ahaziah, was left. What? Uh, Did they forget, so... like, which one it was? <laughs> That's very strange. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So King James says Jehoahaz. Let's see what complete Jewish Bible says. Oh, boy. Where says, is John Michael when you need him? Jehoahaz is what yeah. the complete Jewish Bible says. Jehoahaz. Hmm. 
Well, after all this, so after all this, Yahweh struck him in his bowels with an incurable disease. It happened in process of time at the end of two years that his bowels fell out by reason of his sickness and he died of sore diseases. Oh, <sighs> good Lord. Eugene says he died writhing in pain. Oh, So man. that's, yeah. His people have made, or his people made no burning for him like the burning of his father's. They're like, it's going to smell bad. We're just going to avoid it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 32 years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem eight years, and he departed without being desired. Oh, goodness. And they buried, they buried him in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. Oh, Boy, he wow. had a bad end. Dang. Huh? Yeah. Bad end. Yeah. Gosh. Okay. That's the end of that chapter. Wow, that was a lot. I, mm-hmm. I don't know what to make of that. Mm-hmm. Was the short, I mean, terrible story of Jeho- Jehoram? Jeho- Jehoahaz? Jehoram and Jeho- his... No, Jehoram. Jehoram. It was Jehoram. Jehoram yeah. and his brothers and his sons. Yeah. yeah. And everyone wow. in his family. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see who's next. Yeah. Second Chronicles 22. The inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, his youngest son, king in his place. For the band Wait, of men... Oh, look, it's Ahaziah, which you said was in one of the well, translations. Jeho- no, that was Jehoahaz, the youngest son that was left behind, I okay, guess. Okay, I thought that you said that there was a translation that had Ahaziah in one of them. Yeah, yes, that is, that is, yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, right. So this translation from one chapter to the next has changed his name. Exactly. So Thank that's you. fun. So that's fun. Thank that's you, That's what Emily. I'm saying. Yes, yes. <laughs> this is why <laughs> I, I was see. like, where's I John see. Michael? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah, John Michael would be like, actually, Ahaziah and Jehoahaz are, are the same letters in Hebrew or, you know, something like that, and that makes yeah. sense. Or or that Ahaziah was a common replacement for Jehoahaz because they both mean is the youngest brother of, of God-fearing people or something like that. Oh, that's good. Um, that's good. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. See? Who needs ChatGPT? <laughs> I can do it myself. Okay. Um, right, so they made Ahaziah, his youngest son, king in his place. For the band of men who came with the Arabians to the camp had slain all the eldest. Yeah, we just got that. So Ahaziah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, reigned. 42 years old. The youngest son was 42. Okay. (laughs) 42 years old was Ahaziah when he began to reign. And he reigned one year in Jerusalem. Oh, boy. And then his bowels fell out. Bowels also fell out. We'll find out. Uh, And his mother's name was Ataliah, the daughter of Omri. Drink to ladies having names. Yay. (laughs) He also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, for his mother was his counselor to do wickedly. Oh, dear. Okay, he's Mm. one of these. Mama's boys. He did that which was evil in the sight of Yahweh, as did the house of Ahab, for they were his counselors after the death of his father to his destruction. He walked also after their counsel and went with Jehoram, the son of Ahab, king of Israel, to war against Hazael, king of Syria, at Ramoth-Gilead. And the Syrians wounded Joram. He returned to be healed in Jezreel of the wounds which they had given him at Ramah when he fought against Hazael, king of Syria. Azariah, the son of Jehoram, king of Judah, went down to see Jehoram, the son of Ahab, in Jezreel because he was sick. I'm barely keeping up with what's happening here. By sick, Mm -hmm. I think he means injured in battle. Now, the destruction of Ahaziah was of God in that he went to Joram. For when he was come, he went out with Jehoram against Jehu, the son of Nimshi, 
whom Yahweh had anointed to cut off the house of Ahab. <laughs> this is worse Seriously. than like a middle school girl <laughs> explaining the social dynamics of her friend group. Like, what is I really this? just kind of zoned out there. I'm just yeah. kind of looking at these <laughs> words and I'm like, there's an Ahab, there's a Jehu. I don't know. Cool. <laughs> right. I think what we're getting here is just that that he went out with Jehoram against someone else and that person was the person that Yahweh had appointed to cut off the house of Ahab, meaning like kill the last one, which I guess is Azariah. That's what I gathered from there. Who knows if that's accurate. It happened when Jehu was executing judgment on the house of Ahab that he found the princes of Judah and the sons of the brothers of Ahaziah ministering to Ahaziah and killed them. Oh. Who, who did he kill? There's so much killing. Yeah, lots of Jeez. killing. Lots of killing in this yeah. one. Jehu. Who was Jehu? I don't know. Jehu is the son of Nimshi. <laughs> Some dude. I don't know I don't... who Nimshi is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know who Nimshi is either. But they okay, so he's he dead. killed. He's gone. He killed Ahaziah's nephews. The sons of the brothers of Ahaziah were like there, I guess, while he was in prison or hospital. I don't know. I think what we're learning is that this entire family has been wiped out. You're right. That makes sense. That's the important piece. You're right. I guess. Like, that's what... If we learn nothing else, it's that. That's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. He sought Ahaziah, and they caught him. Now, this is in parentheses. Now, he was hiding in Samaria. And they brought him to Jehu and killed him, and they buried him, for they said... He is the son of Jehoshaphat who sought Yahweh with all his heart. Oh, so he's a good boy. But he's not a good boy. Well, he's the son of a good boy, but he was a bad boy. I see. He's the son of yeah. a good boy. Okay. Okay. He's the grandson of a good boy, technically. Yeah. The house of Ahaziah had no power to hold the kingdom. I guess because all those nephews got killed. Now, when Atalia, oh, she's back, so she's the, the mother of this king. When Atalia, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal of the house of Judah. What is that? What do you mean all the seed royal of the house of Judah? She killed all the boys. Oh, I'm assuming all the kids, all the royal kids. Did she, no, did she go crush everyone's testicles? No, I think she killed all wow, the dead boys, but maybe she... What does the message say? Okay, you're right. You're right. Let's go Dang. to the source. <laughs> Anything is possible in this book. <laughs> okay, Denegar. Okay. Um, when she saw that her son was dead, she took over. She began by massacring the entire royal family. Okay. There, yeah. Pretty straight, oh, okay. pretty straightforward. It's like right a, there. yeah, an Anastasia situation. Except what was that where family? she goes on a mad killing. The Romanovs. Spree. The Romanovs. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't they kill the Romanovs? Which part? Yeah. Of the- Other people killed the Romanovs. The Bolsheviks. The Bolsheviks killed. And she the was the only one who escaped. Okay. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Probably not yeah, actually, probably not according actually. to DNA evidence. Yeah. I'm saying like they Denica killed... Denica just wants to poop on every story So wait, what's the connection, right Emily? <laughs> they, you need to... No, hold on. Thank you, No, Jace. hold on. I just... I'm just saying that they killed everyone. It Like they killed all the sea, all the royal family. Yes. Denica. Correct. Mm-hmm. I yes. just couldn't remember the Anastasia, <laughs> like the Anastasia, the Bolsheviks, and the Romanovs. <laughs> so I said Anastasia, which was the name that I remembered, okay? Okay, okay. Like the musical... Okay, Thank yes. you. Okay, keep going. Got I'm it, sorry. Got it. Got it. I'm now, I'm what sorry. I'm what I'm confused about is when she killed the entire royal family. If she meant the new royal family that's taken over, which who we don't know who that is yet, or did she kill the royal family that was part of her own family? 
I mean, that's the part this I, family I'm unclear on. Commits a lot of patricide. It seems like. Yeah, but but she's the mom. Wait, patricide is the that's dad. The dad. Wait. Yeah. Yes. Famicide. What do you call it? <laughs> I like famicide. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Anesthesia is the Greek word for resurrection. Cool. Thank you, John. No. Oh, John Dolph the mic is here. Good. Thank you. He's here. He's we appreciate good. it. John Dolph the mic is like, you remember those pop-up videos on like MTV and oh. VH1 in the late mm. 90s, early aughts? I loved that show. Yeah. That's what John Dolph... John Michael in the chat is like it's just little pop-ups of interesting yeah. trivia. Yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. as we're reading this. So somebody on on DBS Plus when we're yeah, streaming we'll just this have straight all to of, our mm. all of John streaming Michael service. Stuff. John Michael will get you like a sweet. Yeah, he'll deal, be in charge of yeah. the, and then you can do all the pop-ups, and it'll be <laughs> like that. some residuals or like or a sweet buyout. It'll mm-hmm. be awesome. Yeah. Right. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll be just like pop-up video where it'll, you know, a little pop-up thing will be like, you know, this tunic this person's wearing was actually found at a dollar store across the street <laughs> from where her childhood friend lived. Or, you know, that kind of thing, right? Like that was the type of trivia yeah. on on pop-up video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Jehosheba, daughter of King Jehoram, took Ahaziah's son Joash and kidnapped him from among the king's sons slated for slaughter. Oh. oh, so he's Anastasia. Yes. So this, yeah, okay. So King Jehoram took his son Joash and secreted him away. So he's the Anastasia who didn't get killed with everyone See? else. See, there you go. Yes. I knew Anastasia would be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> she hid him and his nurse in a private room oh. away from Atalia. Wow. So Jehosheba, daughter of King Jehoram and Ahaziah's sister. She was also the wife of Jehoiada the priest, saved Joash from the murderous Queen Atalia. He was there with her, hidden away for six years in the temple of God. Atalia, oblivious to his existence, ruled the country. Well, are you reading the right translation? Yeah, I nope, that was, yeah, I was like, that was the message. I was, yeah, like, was going to say, that I sounds a little too literary and too good. <laughs> I, I'm not reading what you're reading here. You're right, I'm sorry. I understood uh-huh. that far too much. It should have tipped me off. <laughs> Okay, so she destroyed the royal seed. Okay, this is verse 11 in the proper translation of the World English Bible. But Jehoshabiath... What the hell? (laughs) Good Lord. But Jehoshabiath, the daughter of the king, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the king's sons who were slain and put him and his nurse in the bedchamber. Yes, so he's the Anastasia, Joash. Okay. So... Jehoshabiath, the daughter of King Jehoram, the wife of Jehoiada the priest, for uh, parentheses, for she was the sister of Ahaziah. Okay. Hid him from Atalia, so she didn't kill him. He was with them hid in the house of God six years, and Atalia reigned over the land. Dang. Okay. Drink for like a lady ruling, because that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's too bad she's a villain, but still, you know, drink to some yeah, kind of change. Right well, drink to also ladies taking matters into their own hands Thank and you. saving, I guess, the heir to the kingdom. That's true, yeah. Mm. Yeah, if... Yeah, no woman, no crime. If the woman <laughs> is talking to everyone, giving orders about killing men, does that count as not passing the Bechtel test then? Because she's still talking about men? 
Interesting. Probably, because it still Probably. has to do with what are we going to do to fix this whole man problem? <laughs> <laughs> so. Sure, sure, sure. Hmm. Yeah, okay. I don't think we've passed the Bechtel test yet. Okay, yeah, not yet. Yeah. Well, before we go on, we're going to take a quick break to talk about how you can support this show so that you can keep more of this fascinating content that's super Just understandable. Really beautifully wonderful yeah. content. <laughs> the best thing that you can do is tell your friends about it. Bring more people to check out the live shows or you yourself, come check out the live shows. If you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live, you can come check out our live shows every Thursday. Uh, we're on Twitch where we stream this and it's so much fun to have everybody here in the live chat, you get to see all of the mistakes we make while recording this show, and you get to see our drinks in real time as we're drinking them. You know, that thing you always really wanted to see. Uh, we would love to have you here. <laughs> and also just tell more of your friends about the show because it really helps us to have more listeners. And if you really want to go the extra mile and show us how much you love this, contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash study is the best way to support this show. As a thank you to our parishioners on there, we have early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, uh, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our undying affection. And we're back. It's happening. Here we are. It's chapter 23. In the seventh year, Jehoiada... Jehoiada? Jehoiada. It's like just Jehoiada. Yeah. I like Jehoiada. Okay, Jehoiada. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Just added an extra D. Strengthened himself and took the captains of oh. hundreds. Oh, Jehoiada. That's the priest that brushed. What was her name? Jehoshabiath. The one who hid away Anastasia. She's married to him. Oh, gotcha. Okay. By Anastasia, you mean Joash. Okay, well... Joash Anastasia. Okay. So, he strengthened himself and took the captains of hundreds. Azariah, the son of Jeroam, and Ishmael, the son of Jehoiahanan, and... What is it? Azariah? Azariah, the son of... And then what's the other one? Yeah, and Azariah, the son of Obed... And Messiah, the son of Adiah, and El Elsaphat, the son of Zikri, into a covenant with him. Hmm. Wait, are these the dudes? Which dudes? No, this isn't Jehoshaphat. This isn't like the dudes that went and had that little thing in that one story with the angel. Oh, what? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? No, these are totally no, different thank guys. thank you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, it's not. Thank you, it's not. Different guys, different guys. Got that, it. That was much later in time than this. Than this, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know because we're all over the place time-wise, but yeah. Right, yeah, got, got to transport yourself back to the era of Second Kings. Back, back. Yeah, back, back, back. Yeah. This is this wild, though, that Jehoiada, the priest, is like assembling these soldiers to... Rise up. He's like yeah. a warrior priest. I, I haven't. Yeah, that is odd. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is weird. They went about in Judah and gathered the Levites out of all the cities of Judah and the heads of fathers' houses of Israel, and they came to Jerusalem. All the assembly made a covenant with the king in the house of God. He said to them, Behold, the king's son shall reign as Yahweh has spoken concerning the sons of David. This is the thing that you shall do. A third part of you, 
who come in on the Sabbath of the priests and of the Levites shall be porters of the thresholds, and a third part shall be at the king's house. I don't know what's happening. Oh, wow. No. Okay. Let me read to you from the message. I think it'll make sense okay. here. So he, he's gathered them all. Oh, okay. And then the, this is verse three. The priest Jehoiada showed them the young prince. So this is okay. Jehoash Anastasia. <laughs> showed them the young prince and addressed them. Here he is, the son of the king. He is going to rule just as God promised regarding the sons of David. Now this mm. is what you must do. A third of you priests and Levites who come on duty oh. on the Sabbath are to be posted as security guards at the gates. Oh, okay. it's going to be a whole, it's a whole, like, a whole intrigue. Like Ocean's Eleven style. Yeah, you know, I was going like, to say, it's an Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. cool. Love that for them. Okay, so, so one third are the security guards at the gates. And then I think you just read the second third. Let's see. And the other third, the other third. Okay. Does this mean, okay, so, I, I want to save George Clooney, but like, oh, do we cast George Clooney as this guy? We, yeah. Yeah. No, we should. I don't hate that idea. You think so? Jehoiada. Is, has he been cast? No, we haven't used him. Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. 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 Gosh, that's an oversight. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So this is the thing that you shall do. A third part of you who come in on the Sabbath of the priests and of the Levites shall be porters of the thresholds. And a third part shall be at the king's house and a third part at the gate of the foundation. And all the people shall be in the courts of the house of Yahweh. But let none come into the house of Yahweh, save the priests and those who minister of the Levites. They shall come in, for they are holy, but all the people shall keep the charge of Yahweh. The Levites shall compass the king round about, every man with his weapons in his hand, and whoever comes into the house, let him be slain, and be you with the king when he comes out and when he goes out. Wait, okay. Or when he comes in and when he goes out. Okay. Do they mean the new king or the old king? Uh, I don't know. Right? So, okay, I'm checking the message again here. I think it's the new king because right now the evil queen is in charge. Oh, you're right. It's the queen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. So it's not so much they're infiltrating the temple, but they're guarding the temple. So it's not quite an Ocean's Eleven situation. Okay. Yeah. But we could still make it look like that. I think we can still sure. pull this off. Yeah. Okay, and so in the message, he says the Levites are to form a ring around the young king, weapons at the ready. Ring around the king. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Kill anyone who tries how, to break through. How old of a young king do you think this is? Yeah, who should be this young king? Well, he was in hiding six years, so we know he's at least seven. Six? <laughs> six or something. Seven? He's probably. Did you say how old he was when, when she hid him? I don't think it said. What if he's like 12? He had a, he had a nursemaid. He's oh, old enough to need well, a Oh. Or young enough to need a babysitter. What? According to what? MIT, I don't know why MIT is telling me about MIT? this. MIT on the beat. Okay. According to what do they care? The Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Joe Ash uh -huh. was 7 years old when he became king. So yeah. All right. He was So he's a tiny baby boy. Okay, so 7. He was a tiny baby. He's a little tiny yeah. baby boy. Okay. Wow. So the Levites and all Judah did according to all that Jehoiada, the priest, commanded. And they took every man his men, those who were to come in on the Sabbath and those who were to go out on the Sabbath, for Jehoiada, the priest, didn't dismiss the shift. 
Jehoiada, the priest, delivered to the captains of hundreds the spears, the bucklers, and shields that had been King David's, which were in the house of God. The commemorative shields. He's oh. you held on to them for a reason. Yeah. I guess. Good. He set all the people, every man with his weapon in his hand, from the right side of the house to the left side of the house, along by the altar and the house, by the king roundabout. Then they brought out the king's son and put the crown on him and gave him the testimony and made him king. Oof. And Jehoiada and his sons anointed him, and they said, Long live the king! When Atalia heard the noise of the people running and praising the king, she came to the people to the, into the house of Yahweh, Ooh. and she looked, and behold, the king stood by his pillar at the entrance, and the captains and the trumpets by the king and all the people of the land rejoiced and blew trumpets. And the singers also played on instruments of music and led the singing of praise. Then Italia tore her clothes and said, Treason! Treason! Yeah, that's, yeah, wow. Such drama. I know. Jehoiada were set over, oh wait, the priest brought out the captains of hundreds who were set over the host and said to them, have her forth between the ranks and whoever follows her. Let him be slain with the sword. For the priest said, don't kill her in the house of Yahweh. I see. He's like, take her outside so, to kill her. Yeah. But kill anyone who tries to follow her. Jeez. Dang. So they made way for her, and she went into the entrance of the horse gate to the king's house, <laughs> and they killed her there. Oh, rough. The horse gate. Yeah. Rough. The horse gate. The horse Where the gate. horses are. Yeah, poor horses. Jehoiada made a covenant between himself and all the people and the king that they should be Yahweh's people. All the people went to the house of Baal and broke it down Shoot. and broke his altars and his images and pieces and killed Mata, Matan, the priest, Matan, there it is, the priest of Baal before the altars. Wow, who's keeping up with the Baals now, right? Yeah, apparently no one. Jehoiada appointed the officers of the house of Yahweh under the hand of the priests of the Levites, whom David had distributed in the house of Yahweh, to offer the burnt offerings of Yahweh, as it is written in the law of Moses, with rejoicing and with singing, according to the order of David. He set the porters at the gates of the house of Yahweh, that no one who is unclean in anything should enter in. He took the captains of hundreds and the nobles and the governors of the people and all the people of the land and brought down the king from the house of Yahweh. And they came through the upper gate to the king's house and set the king on the throne of the kingdom. So all the people of the land rejoiced and the city was quiet. Atalia, they had slain with the sword. Wow. Whoa. That's that was funny. pretty intense. That we wrote back yeah. to it because it's like you tell this whole story and then like a five-year-old is like, but but how did they kill Italia? And that's you're like, uh, with a sword. They killed her with a sword. <laughs> just, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So in yeah. the chat, someone just suggested Angelina Jolie for the evil oh, yeah. queen. It's a good one. And I, I do like have that we used casting. Her yet? We, I've just checked and we have not used her yet. It's such a small role sure. for her, but... But this is such an action-packed... Maybe it's true. I mean, I do like... I feel like we could make a whole miniseries out of this one chapter, really. Yeah. yeah and and George Clooney and, and Angelina Jolie can play off of each other. Mm, that's yeah, I fun. love be that. Great. Yeah. Be great. That's cool. I, th I think it's... I don't know. The kid is going to be some young kid yeah, that is I mean, uncast. Some young upstart kid. Yeah. He's going to be seven. So he'll he'll have to be kind of an unknown, I think. For sure. You know, yeah. but he'll be like the next Macaulay Culkin or whatever. We'll find real early, you know, who's going to be a star. 
Kieran Culkin, man, is doing like mm-hmm. even bigger things now. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. All right, folks. Yeah. 24. Should we do this? Okay. Yeah. Chapter 24. Joe Ash was seven years old when he began to reign, and there he reigned is. 40 years in Jerusalem. Whoa. Good for him. And his mother's name was Zibia of Beersheba. Joash did that which was right in the eyes of Yahweh all the days of Jehoiada the priest. Well done. Jehoiada took for him two wives, and he became the father of sons and daughters. It happened after this that Joash was minded to restore the house of Yahweh. He gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Judah and gather of all Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year and see that you hasten the matter. However, the Levites didn't hurry. <laughs> I think I remember this happening before, where he kind of had to keep yelling at them about not collecting money or they were hoarding money or something. I might be confusing with another story, though. Yeah, let's see. The king called for Jehoiada, the chief, and said to him, why haven't you required of the Levites to bring in out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the tax of Moses, the servant of Yahweh, and of the assembly of Israel for the tent of the testimony. That is clever marketing. Call it like the tax of Moses. Who can say no to that, right? (laughs) It's It's Moses. Come on. Moses supposes. (laughs) For the sons of Atalia, that wicked woman, had broken up the house of God, and also all the dedicated things of the house of Yahweh did they bestow on the Baals. Oh, they repossessed it for Baal. Oh, no. Jeez. Wow. So the king commanded, and they made a chest and set it outside at the gate of the house of Yahweh. Yeah, this is the story I remember. Okay, sorry, go okay. on. What, they you made, remember this? Oh. They made a proclamation through Judah and Jerusalem to bring in for Yahweh the tax that Moses, the servant of God, laid on Israel in the wilderness. All the princes and all the people rejoiced and brought in and cast into the chest until they had made an end. It was so that whenever the chest was brought to the king's officers by the hand of the Levites, and when they saw that there was much money, the king's Much scribe money. and the chief priest's officer came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to its place again. Thus they did day by day and gathered money in abundance. The king and Jehoiada gave it to such as did the work of the service of the house of Yahweh, and they hired masons and carpenters to restore the house of Yahweh, and also such as worked iron and brass to repair the house of Yahweh. So the workmen worked, and the work of repairing went forward in their hands, And they set up the house of God in its state and strengthened it. When they had made an end, they brought the rest of the money before the king and Jehoiada, of which were made vessels for the house of Yahweh, even vessels with which to minister and to offer, and spoons, and vessels (laughs) of gold and silver. They offered burnt offerings in the house of Yahweh continually all the days of Jehoiada. But Jehoiada grew old and was full of Full of days. (laughs) Dies. Full of days. <laughs> well, it's because it says was full of days and he died. Oh. 130 years old was he when he died. Whoa. Yeah. Who, who yeah. is this? Jehoiada. Jehoiada. The little okay. boy. The priest. Got yeah. it. Wait. No. The priest. Oh, the priest. No, Sorry. The priest. Joash is the little boy. You're right. Jehoiada. Yeah. Joash is the little boy and apparently he only reigned 40, 40 years, years. Which is not like nothing. He became king when he was seven. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this math doesn't add up. Okay, so this was the priest. Yeah, exactly. I'm like... George yeah. Clooney. Okay. George Clooney, the priest. Yeah. He's yes. the one who died. Got it. At that old. Okay. We'll have to do some age makeup. And you know, when George Clooney hits 130 years old, he's still going to look <laughs> yeah. freaking hot. Fairly good. The silverest yeah. of foxes. Really good. Yeah. 
They buried him in the city of David among the kings because he had done good in Israel Mm -hmm. and toward God and his house. Now, after the death of Jehoiada came the princes of Judah and made obeisance to the king. Then the king listened to them. Mm. They forsook the house of Yahweh, the God of their fathers, and served the Asherim and the idols. No! Gosh, the cult of sex goddesses is what Eugene says. Of course, of course. Who would want to worship the cult of sex goddesses? Right? It's gross. Uh, <laughs> and I think of a few people. And, and wrath came on Judah and Jerusalem for this, their guiltiness. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again to Yahweh. And they testified against them, but they would not give ear. The spirit of God came on Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, the priest. Oh. And he stood above the people and said to them, thus says God. Why disobey you the commandments of Yahweh so that you can't prosper? Because you have forsaken Yahweh, he has also forsaken you. They conspired against him and and stoned him with stones at the commandment of the king in the court of the house of Yahweh. Was this the prophet, Zechariah? No, Zechariah wasn't a prophet. Okay, is this just a, a prophet? He was the son of Jehoiada, so he was a priest. But the Spirit of God moved him, so I guess by definition, he's being a prophet. In this moment, That's what I'm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd say he's a prophet, yeah. but they're like, "Oh, you say, oh, you say we're, mm, we yeah, we're just going to kill you." Actually, we got to stop going to the sex goddess places, parties, <laughs> sex goddess parties. Right. Like, get a load of this guy. He says we should stop going to the <laughs> sex goddess. Let's kill him. Yeah, no, we're not going to do that. Thus, yeah. Joash the king didn't remember the kindness which Jehoiada his father had done to him. But killed his son. Whoa! I see. Okay, so Joash. Oh, what? The, Joash actually went along with this. Yeah. Ugh, what a bad boy. Jeez. When he died, he said, "Yahweh, look on it and require it." Oh yeah. And Yahweh was like, "What? Say, say, uh, say what? <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, what does the message say there? Yeah. Yeah. The message says, "Look, God, make them pay for this." Huh. So. Well. Uh, yeah. That tracks. It happened at the end of the year that the army of the Syrians came up against him and they came to Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the princes of the people from among the people and sent all the spoil of them to the king of Damascus. For the army of the Syrians came with a small company of men and Yahweh delivered a very great host into their hand because they had forsaken Yahweh, the God of their fathers. So they executed Mm. judgment on Joash. When they were so they killed him. Well, it says when they were departed from for him, in parentheses, for they left him very sick. His own servants conspired against him for the blood of the sons of Jehoiada the priest and killed him on his bed. Okay. And he died. Uh, mm. Yikes. And they buried him in the city of David, but they didn't bury him in the tombs of the kings. Mm, once again. Mm. These are those who conspired against him. Zabad, the son of Shimeath, the Ammonitus, and Jehozabad the son of Shimrith, the Moabitess. Now, concerning his sons and the greatness of the burdens laid on him and the rebuilding of the house of God, behold, they are written in the commentary of the book of the kings. Amaziah, his son, reigned in his place. What? If you want to know more... Meaning what we've already read? Listen to the DVD commentary. <laughs> I think exactly. that's what they're saying. Got it. Okay. <laughs> that's in like the director's <laughs> cut. Deleted scenes... You know, that we didn't we didn't <laughs> put that in the movie because it was really boring. For the true fans. Yeah. Wow. The true fans of Second Chronicles. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Okay. That's it. Uh, oh my gosh. That actually was cool. That was pretty action-packed, I gotta say. It As, was. It was between yeah. 
horrible intestinal diseases and yeah. conspiracies and hiding babies. As episodes yeah. go. Yeah. I know. We we got a pretty action-packed mm-hmm. one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm into well it. Done. Good casting. Well, yeah. I know we're all really worked up. And so I think it's good for us to calm ourselves down with some wisdom from the Book of Proverbs. <laughs> and now it's time for some wisdom from the Book of Proverbs, chapter 15. A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Good. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouth of fools gush out folly. Ew. Gross. Is it just the word gush that got you? Yeah. Gush. Ew. Yahweh's eyes are everywhere, keeping watch (laughs) on the evil and the good. A gentle tongue is the tree of life, but deceit in it crushes the spirit. There's too much, too much mouth stuff. Too, too much, much mouth, mouth stuff, stuff already. Okay. <laughs> Dedeker's review. Dedeker's just like mouth. Proverbs 15. Too much mouth stuff. A fool despises his father's correction, but he who heeds reproof shows prudence. In the house of the righteous is much treasure, but the income of the wicked brings trouble. I think they got a little carried away with that metaphor there. Hmm. The lips of the wise spread knowledge. Not so with the heart of fools. I can't, no, the mouth <laughs> stuff. I can't, I like. <laughs> I just keep wondering how we would show this on DBS Plus. Mm. And I feel like it would be little interludes that would happen mm. like after a big fight scene, perhaps. Ooh, really and, artistic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and it would be like a Renaissance type group of people, you know, jaunting around, I don't know, mm-hmm. a fun Versailles situation. A rena- Hold on, a renaissance type group a renaissance of people. group of people jaunting around. Yeah. You mean like, like a jaunting around people like, who would go to Ren Fair, like dressed up in costume? No, no, like, uh, have you seen Amadeus? Yeah. Like a group of people that were dressing like they did, very upper class, like talking about, you know, the man. Well, that's like what, French classical. Uh, there is stern discipline for one who forsakes the okay, way. Yeah. Whoever hates shall die. Okay, just so someone very die. fancy. Reproof shall die. Yeah, very fancy people. See, I was picturing prancing. Yeah, and like a little boy, a, a man like telling off a little boy. Okay, I was picturing more like the music <laughs> video know? for that. Uh, you can dance if you want to. You can leave oh, your friends behind. I love. You know? I mean, I love that oh, too. Oh, you know, yeah, because I went. I went full Ren Fire Fair when she said Renaissance. Oh, okay, right. I love that too. <laughs> that we could, you know, do variations on the theme. <laughs> right. Sure. I think that's the key. Right. So. It'll be, yeah, these little yeah. interstitial things that maybe come during like commercial breaks. And not that we do those anymore in the streaming world, but you know, yeah, little stuff, but the, each one can be random and it can be different directors sure. that do each one. You know, there'll be like, mm. Ooh, you know, one fun. that's done by Tim Burton and it's all like claymation style. And, you know, then, you know, it's how we Love get that. in all the directors that, you know, can't, don't have the time to do like full series for us. They can do some of these little interstitial proverbs. Okay. The Where were we? We just did some lips. Yeah, mouth stuff. Okay. Verse 8. Lips. The sacrifice made by the wicked is an abomination to Yahweh, but the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination to Yahweh, but, but he loves him who follows after righteousness. There is stern discipline for one who forsakes the way, 
Whoever hates reproof shall die. Goodness gracious. This is the way. I, you know what? I kind of like that if you're, if for anyone out there listening who's a theater director or something like that, and you know, you always have to tell actors to just take the note. Like, don't, don't argue with me. Don't explain it. Just like take the note when I give you. Just you could note. instead say, as it says in Proverbs 15, verse 10, there is stern discipline for one who forsakes the way. Whoever hates reproof shall die. I think that's Goodness a good option. Wow. <laughs> Sheol and Abaddon are before Yahweh. How much more than the hearts of the children of men? The scoffer doesn't love to be reproved. He will not go to the wise. Is this all about like not taking criticism and that how, how stupid mm, and bad you are mm-hmm. if you do that? Interesting. Yeah. yeah. A glad heart makes a cheerful face, but an aching heart breaks the spirit. Yes, obviously. Thank you. Obviously. <laughs> the heart of one who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouths of fools feed on folly. That's fun to say, actually. The mouths of fools feed oh, on folly. I wish you folly. wouldn't feed on oh, folly. Oh, mouth stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you just I don't like well, mouths. Like is mouth a bad no, word? No, I can get into a good mouth. Trust me. Trust me. Uh, I just right now, oh, oh, like okay. just okay. Solomon just jumped in with both feet on this mouth mm. stuff, and I don't like it. Okay. 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 <laughs> All the days of the afflicted are wretched, but one who has a cheerful heart enjoys a continual feast. Better is little with the fear of Yahweh, then great treasure with trouble. Okay. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a fattened calf with hatred. Huh? It's, it's sort of like a meager meal in a house with love is better than the Big Mac in a fast food of hate. <laughs> See, <laughs> yes, I could, that's, that's my version of the Bible when I write my own translation. You got it. <laughs> A wrathful man stirs up contention, but one who is slow to anger appeases strife. The way of the sluggard is like a thorn patch, but the path of the upright is a highway. Life is a also, highway. Your also, path life of the upright is a highway. Is a highway. Yeah. I want to ride it <laughs> all night long. Uh-huh. <laughs> a wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish man despises his mother. <laughs> no. What? No. What? Just happened. Solomon. Come on, man. A foolish man despises his mother. I think I'm realizing no one ever told me, no one ever taught me that Solomon was bad at writing Proverbs. Yeah. No one ever told me that. And now I know. They're not going to tell you. They're not going to, they want you to read it, Dedeker. They don't want to like lead with that. No, but this makes sense though, because I was only ever taught Proverbs in these little chunks, right? Like we're going to give you one. Or here's a Mm -hmm. proverb. You know, so I think, again, with the classic Christian cherry picking, we just kind of pick out the good parts. But then when you actually read it in context, you're like, wait a minute, these suck. Mm-hmm. These suck. <laughs> I see. I still feel like, I mean, sure. We don't think that historically Solomon actually wrote any of these, but if he did, yeah. I think it's like this, someone found his notebook after he died and published it all. And it's like, these are his drafts. He was just trying <laughs> stuff. He never meant you're right. for anyone to read these, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. But, like, because he was so wise, everyone's like, oh, everything he did was brilliant. We should publish this. And everyone after the fact is like, no, some of these <laughs> should have just been kept in drafts. Okay. Um, okay. Folly is joy to one who is void of wisdom, but a man of understanding keeps his way straight. 
And then he's like, wrote in the margins. He's like, too confusing. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> 23. Joy comes to a man with the reply of his mouth. God bless it. <laughs> Wait, you forgot 22. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. 22. We'll get to that again. We'll have to read mouths again. 22. Where there is no council, plans fail. But a multitude of counselors, they are established. Great. But yes, in a multitude sure. of counselors, they are established. Joy comes to a man with the reply of his mouth. How good is a word at the right time? What does that mean? Mm. What mm. does that mean? A mouth, mm. when it's there at the very right time, <laughs> it is everything. <laughs> or something. I don't know. I mean, I can't argue with that. <laughs> the path of life leads upward for the wise to keep him from going downward to Sheol. Yahweh will uproot the house of the proud, but he will keep the widow's borders intact. Yahweh detests the thoughts of the wicked, but the thoughts of the pure are pleasing. He who is greedy for gain troubles his own house, but he who hates bribes will live. What? And in the margins, I think he wrote, greedy, greedy for gain is good, but find other context for it. Um, the heart of the righteous weighs answers, but the mouth of the wicked gushes out evil. Bored. So no, bored. stop. Stop. You already did mouths gushing horrible things. We don't yeah. need it. We don't need it twice. Yahweh is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart. Good news gives health to the bones. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> the ear that listens... The ear that listens to reproof lives and will be at home among the wise. He who refuses correction despises his own soul, but he who listens to reproof gets understanding. It's another good one for the, the directors out there. Last one. The fear of Yahweh teaches wisdom. Before honor is humility. And the penitent man bows Shall before pass. the Lord. Yeah. Or kneels before the Lord, bows. What? No, the penitent man. Yes, the when penitent he ducks man. Under the only blades. the penitent man shall pass. Oh my gosh. Look it up. I promise. I promise I'm right. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll do a viewing of it sometime Fine. soon. No, it is. It's only the penitent man, man will shall pass. Because he has to he has to connect the dots that yes. the penitent man is a man on his knees. Okay. Thank Got you, Dedeker. Thank you. Because if he said the penitent man kneels before Yahweh, then the, it would obvious. give it and away. By the way, what this means is you gotta kneel so a blade doesn't cut off your head, Indiana okay. Jones. And he's like, What does that mean? I wonder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't work. Yeah. Cinematically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then he's like, Jehovah is spelled with a Y. Yes. Um, Correct. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> I remember all of the movie now. Yeah. All right, was uh, that, that, was, that was that. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to This Wisdom from the Book of Proverbs, a.k.a. Dedeker's Mouth Stuff. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> wow, okay. Four more episodes, everyone. Four more. Wow. We made it. We did it four yep. and counting, which means that sounds like it'll be the the last week of May, Jace. Yeah. Well, so so quick note on that. We're the next two weeks, we're gonna stick to our normal schedule. Uh-huh. And then three weeks from now we'll be taking a week oh, off. Oh, because you're gonna be yeah, gone. You're gonna be Yes. Yeah, Stedeker and I are gonna be on vacation, relaxing for once in our freaking lives. <laughs> yeah, I'm really <laughs> jealous because I won't be, but Jason Dedeker uh, will be. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, I am too. I am too. Well, here's the deal. If you'd asked me 
right at the beginning of this whole debacle that we've been calling a podcast, how I would feel <laughs> at the end of reading the entire Old Testament. Uh-huh. I would mm-hmm. be like, mm-hmm. oh, I think I'm going to feel accomplished and like I know so much and it's mm-hmm. so cool. And I don't feel that way. Like I like getting to almost the end of the Old Testament, I'm like, wow, that was the Old Testament. That's uh-huh. what it was this whole time. Uh-huh. This whole time is different when you're on the outside of it, perceiving what you think the Old Testament mm-hmm. is in its entirety. And now having read all of it, it's just like, oh, so okay. Can I just say that if you perceive the Old Testament to be awesome and now it's not, can you like lower your expectations for the New Testament, Dedekar, please? Yeah. Oh, I think they are low because I've already, I think because of being raised evangelical Christian, I think I'm much more familiar with the New Testament than the Old. Mm to be honest. Yeah, and I so mean, I think my expectations yeah. have already been lowered significantly. Okay. I feel like for me, I've really been preparing myself for the fact that I probably don't know it as well as I think I do. Mm. I think there's going to be a lot of those similarly surprising things of either this is way more boring than I thought it was or, oh, this story that was always made such a big deal of is actually like one sentence <laughs> or, you know, yeah. like actually just the other day, just the other day, Dedeker and I were in Vegas because I was there for a conference and we were in an Uber going somewhere and our Uber driver was listening to Christian radio of some oh, kind. Oh gosh, this Uber oh, driver was boy. biggest Vegas party pooper oh, in existence. Boy. Oh boy. <laughs> Christian, not, not just Christian music, but also a whole sermon was playing in the yeah. car the entire time on our well, way to got, this party. I mean, at least you've had some practice with said thing. Oh, sure. sure, but I just... No, I mean, we had a great time. Favorite. I mean, it wasn't your favorite thing, but you had a great time? We had a great time making faces at each other while this okay. was going on, you know, okay. in the back seat. But in it, uh, he was talking about, uh, I think Romans 12 was the chapter that okay. this particular sermon was about. Which I've never and read, so I, but I will. Yeah, but I looked it up on my phone to be like, what is Romans 12? And read it and was like, and I'm not going to spoil it because we're not there yet, but... It was, I got to some verses where I was like, oh yeah, 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 this this verse comes up a lot, actually. I know what this is. But I kind of read the context around it and I was like, oh. Oh. Oh, dear. This is not as positive as I used to think it was. Like, oh. you know, that's kind of that, like there's the yuck yeah. around the, the thing yum. that I thought was, kind. Of, it's like a verse that gets misused a lot. That sounds But then the right. context around it, but then the context around it kind of like, double misuses it and like actually kind of makes it bad again. Hmm. Like it was a good quote that people use for bad, but then actually the stuff around it's kind of bad. Anyway, oh, gosh. I'm, I'm just preparing myself to be disappointed a lot. So I'm sorry that's, to hear that. That's kind of my vibe. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, well, <laughs> on that note, we're going to finish this thing out for the day. Everyone, thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com/live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group or on our Discord server at discord.drunkbiblestudy.com. 
Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, and me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from the album Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book